what's good guys hope you guys are well good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time of the day you are listening god bless you we are back with another episode of real talk real walk and i'm excited today it is me and ore come on we haven't we have we haven't done the tag team in a hot sec it's been a minute God, it's been a minute but, but gabs is um yeah. He's got better opportunities out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so cost of living today. doesn't apply to holiday. Gabs, you know <laughs> what I mean? Whole month off and he's just living and he's just chilling and whatever. But, you know, another episode full of fun. Come on. Another episode full of good conversation. This one is this one is sweet conversation it's today. Deep. This one, it's yeah, deep. yeah, yeah. This one is a it's a it's a real relevant topic at this present moment in time. So Needed, I'm excited to tuck in. How are you feeling though? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. We missed you on Eugene's episode. I don't know if you, I don't know if I you know. listen back. Look, I look. I was really got. I was really, really, really gutted. Like we had to give you your flowers because he really, really wanted to. Especially you. He was like, oh, yeah, he said no. he, he thinks that you're his favorite. Listen, man. We need to. He says no you're worries, his favorite. No worries. No worries. We're gonna. To me, <laughs> so we had to, I had to make sure you got your flowers listen, in the listen. he really wanted to chat to you listen I'm a big fan I don't know when, <laughs> when I see him next time he will, he will sign He will sign. I'll get him to sign and my shirt likewise man, for so. him he's a big fan he, really, he actually really he was really sad that he no no nah, I was I was gutted man but you guys held it down by God's grace who knows sometime soon we'll do we'll something bring him back for yeah, another we'll bring episode. him back for sure man because legend definitely have unfinished business to chat about on the board <laughs> yeah. open my yash for everybody to hear my <laughs> no, but you know, obviously, this this has been a it's been a big year for his career. Yeah, and definitely. obviously, if it's a big year for his career, it's a big year for your family. Oh, it's been a big year. So, I mean, how how has life been like so far this year? How would you like? How would you sum up this year so far? We're 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 in the last quarter of the year, but how would you say the first? Interestingly, I tweeted about this yesterday. I was like, it's been a year of like epic highs. Obviously, yeah. all the stuff with Eugene's career and stuff, and yeah. him taking us as a family along with him has been incredible like yeah. we didn't anticipate that he would achieve all that he's achieved even beyond just the sport like the opportunities yeah. that he's been able to receive mm-hmm. like today he went to the ICAEW which is like the Institute of Chartered Accountants okay. of England and Wales he went to like to meet the CEO Wow. and you know they had like lunch together and had a conversation well, maybe there was no lunch but they should have had a meeting about <laughs> yeah. how they could help him I don't yeah. want to embellish because yeah. I don't know if there was a lunch or not you never know yeah so the opportunities have the highs have been incredibly amazing but yeah. equally we've had some private lows that we've had to face yeah that um you know nobody would have anticipated so it's yeah. been a year of really good highs and yeah. really low lows but yeah. all in all we give things we give god glory we're still standing yeah everybody's alive and well yeah so you can't really complain you know yeah so yeah, how about you? How would you evaluate the year before we get into this? <sighs> um, I, I you've would been quiet. Say, I feel like you've been quiet. Yeah, I know. I, I, to be fair, I, I'll be very honest. I have been. I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been reevaluating where I'm at in different areas. So like in ministry and personal, like my personal ministry stuff. Then there's church ministry stuff. And then there's career stuff and then there's family stuff. So I've kind of been like looking and assessing each of them individually. And things like family, I'm really happy with. Like the, the, that's uh, what you I, know that one that's your the first top of ministry. the list. You know one thing I mean? about Iman, <laughs> let me tell you look, privately, one thing about Iman, he's got to put his family first. Like me and Eugene are always joking because there's like, we, I, Eugene always says, I put my family first. 
But if there's an opportunity, let's be real. It's going to fly out. <laughs> and I, and I, I respect it. But yeah. one thing about E-Man, if nah. he's buffing tequila this night, he's not recording the phone. <laughs> so you have to give Listen. him his flowers. He's about it, like nah, privately man. and publicly. I'm nah, not going to lie. Nah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's, yeah, that's something that I've, you know, fought hard to do. And by God's grace, been able to do it. But then I've been looking at, like, obviously personal ministry. So, like, preaching out and stuff like that. And it's been a bit quiet for me. And then I've been trying, this year, I've been trying to be a bit more consistent with the content that I put out there um, to kind of show different parts of me. And I've been consistent in that. Then it's been like, hmm, is it really, like, is it really effective? And it's hard because I'm not trying to measure it by Instagram stats per se. More, I'm trying to see if it's impactful to people. And to be fair, it's kind of like, hmm, I don't know. So I've I've had that question pending on my head for like the last couple months, but I've still been going. So I've still been consistent with that. I've still been like consistent with my personal health and all of that kind of stuff, which is great. But yeah, I've just been a bit more quiet in regards to... I'm normally out there, like on Twitter, I'll probably tweet a bit more on Insta. I'd be doing a lot more, like in the stories. But yeah, I've just not been doing it. So Life is busy, man, I understand. <sighs> Listen, yeah. And then <clears throat> the last few months of the year, I'm trying to reflect and then also see what's possible to be done before the end of the year, um, just so that we can finish the year strong. Yeah. But also kind of reflect so that I know by the beginning of next year, where do I need to start? Where do I need to put all my energy? So... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's probably going to be a mix. I feel like October, probably going to still be a bit more quiet. November's my birthday month, so I'll probably be loud for a Come little on. bit. And then, yeah, go back into my cave. And then maybe around Christmas time, I'll... You know, yeah, we know you love Christmas. What are you cooking up this year? I love it. I, okay, in <laughs> it's fact... It's a bit early, to be fair. Oh, no, you know, it's really? Not, uh, no, it's not early. From September, generally... Wow. Fam, f- <laughs> like, since, since we got married, generally from September, we know what we're doing for Christmas. I love that for you guys. But f- last year... We we agreed this year, God knows, apart from the only thing I'm committing to cooking this year is is maybe one or two cakes. Oh really? I am not cooking anything this year. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, five okay. five years straight for Christmas, it's been me cooking. And by the time cooking is done, I actually don't yeah, enjoy okay. it because I'm knackered. I so this year like early though. Anyway, me, I've only I, done it once. I do it that start from the day before, but because I do too much, yeah. we could I like I season loads of meats and then in the day, like because of the size of the oven we have, there's only so yeah, much so like one on to top, one on the bottom. Yeah, I it's, get that. That's a it lot. Is long. It is long. It's lie. too much. So this year. So what are you ordering in or you're delegating the cooking? Either we're ordering in or we're going to somebody's house. Fair it's enough. At someone's house. <laughs> We've already made it clear. This year. If anything, if you want us to bring something, we will bring, like, we won't come empty-handed this Christmas, you know what I mean? But, or in general, because that's good etiquette. But, yeah, this year, me, I'm not doing a lid for anybody. Fair enough. I'm not doing it for anybody. It's me, I'm coming to somebody's house. Me, I'll come, I'll bring my bottles of bottle of Bailey, I'll bring my cake, whatever cake that I decide to bake, I'm coming to, to chill and relax in somebody's house. Fair enough. Even, yeah, I'm, I can't lie, though, I'm slightly, like, Cause I go into yeah, Sainsbury's and I see, <laughs> I see they're they're saying oh, just Christmas. buy the small chops now and be doing the small chops. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, Christmas is coming. 
They're already selling mince pies in there. Have they? In I haven't my, seen any. In my local Sainsbury's, yeah. Really? I'm like, it's October. Yeah, they're selling mince to pies. To be fair, October's, that's, I think it's okay to get ready. It's September, that's ridiculous. But mid-October now, I think it's okay. I was talking I was talking to um, Toby. She was saying that um, apparently Tesco's and I think Sainsbury's, why they started this early is because cost of living crisis. Yeah. So to help people kind of stagger out like preparation for Christmas, Christmas, they've put out Christmas stuff much earlier. So I feel like I don't they normally put it from around now. Though maybe not. I like Christmas, so I already from October I start thinking about Christmas. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, man, Christmas. I, listen, I love Christmas. Same. I love it, but yeah, cooking as for this year, yeah, no, yeah. Fair enough. I I've respect had, it. I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. So, so what are we talking about on today? On the topic of even cooking. Okay. Okay. And, okay. And you cooking okay. as a man. Yes. Let's pivot into. Okay. Like, I'm trying not to make this really heavy because there's a lot going on in the world. Yes. A couple of weeks ago we had um Eliane and Annam. And and I don't wanna I don't wanna get her name wrong because she really deserves a moment, mm-hmm. who was sadly um killed by a, a young boy of a similar age to her. We've got what's going on in Israel and, and, and Gaza, so I'm trying to approach heavy topics, but we wanna try and keep it as lighthearted as possible just because it's a heavy time yes. and we ain't trying to... It's also Mental Health Awareness Month. So yeah, like, absolutely, of, There's just so much going on. <laughs> but I do want to give this topic like the space that I think it deserves. Yeah. And I think as Christians, we should be addressing the issue of gender wars and the issue of sort of like misogyny mm-hmm. and how that's really um, playing a part for the younger generation coming up now yeah. and to what extent and how much the church and the churches teach, some churches teaching on gender roles yeah. has kind of like influenced some of the misogynistic um, narratives mm-hmm. that we're seeing from men like Andrew Tate and things like that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the direction I want this episode to go in today. Okay. But, Again, want to try and keep it lighthearted. Lighthearted. Please mm-hmm. remember, we're not tr- like when if we're laughing and busting joke. It's not to make light of what is a really interesting and difficult time right now. But it's just because there's just a lot going on in the world, and we want to tackle this serious topic, but mm-hmm. also, you know, in a way that's um, relatable and enjoyable for all. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. having said all that, what do you want to get? What do you want to give us? Where do you stand on? <sighs> yeah. on why do you think that misogynistic teachings have festered and become so popular for the younger generation? So maybe it might be good to start by defining. Misogyny. It's true. Ah, that one. Uh, let me. <laughs> yeah. Where's my phone? That one. I have to give you like Google definition because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, Trust me. I don't want to get this one wrong. So people now say that. Bear with me, guys, <laughs> while I look this up. And all of that. I'm just looking it up, so that's why the silence. So it says here, according to Oxford Languages, mm-hmm. misogynistic or misogyny. Well, actually, I actually googled misogynistic. Miso- let's Google misogyny. If I can spell it. <laughs> Dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. Mm-hmm. So that's the definition. And it basically stems from, in my opinion, hatred. It says dislike of. That's, I feel like that's a softer term than okay. this deserves. It, I think it stems from hatred of women. Okay. And I personally think, I know I asked you the question. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm not, 
I also think a lot of it has come from personally. I think the dating scene and relations with men and women has generally weakened in the last like has to be 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's definitely been since I've been dating. Yeah. Or since I've been out of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as a result, and a result as a result of men struggling mm-hmm. to approach women mm-hmm. and vice versa, women becoming more successful and independent in their own right. Yeah. I think it's led to some disparities between men and women, okay. which some men have now used to fuel hatred, self-hatred, mm-hmm. which I definitely think it starts from self-hatred, Yeah, which then from the self-hatred as a, as a target of their self-hatred, because mm-hmm. they don't want to obviously self-harm themselves, yeah. they've now started to turn that hatred onto women. To women. Okay. And that's where you see like, incel culture on the internet mm-hmm. and also i think coupled with the fact that people are not going out as much as in, like the internet ai and how people are talking to each other yeah it's also weakening our human connection and human relationships right and so as a result people are going on these forums and like kind of like what's it called egging each other on men in particular right and we now have this community of incels okay. and misogynistic men who dislike women women meanwhile women are just becoming more and more successful right in my opinion right so you you started by saying hatred would is that where you would you bar the you know the piece about um maybe the last decade or so maybe a little bit more about the dating scene misogyny and you know patriarchy has has been there pretty much since the beginning sort of thing so did that all start because of hatred towards women no I think that is... So the hatred, I think that's probably more of a modern day problem. Okay. But I definitely think misogyny has been around, like you, as you rightly pointed out, mm. from time immemorial. Like it's it's been a historical issue that stems from men being stronger. Yeah. More powerful. Obviously, then you have the, then you have the rise of the feminist movement. Mm. Women... Ha- well, women had to start that kind of came from the war as well because mm-hmm. obviously all the men were fighting and so the women had to step up and do some of the office jobs and the things yeah. that they didn't that they weren't previously doing yeah so i guess um and also even then i saw on, on twitter the other day, like statistics about women they went like some women have did not enjoy being housewives and yeah you know they there was a lot of kind of discontentment that even came from that yeah so as much as what i said is also true this has been a historical problem. Yeah, yeah. I think the hatred, I, I see where the hatred narrative can come in. I think if anything, I, I would, there was a point you made about self-hate. And I think that's probably a big part of the narrative. If, and if I think from a, a Christian perspective, like something that I've been studying probably over the last couple of years, especially as I've been focusing a lot more on manhood and supporting men, is I do think there's an element of self-hate, self-sabotage that we find with Adam, um, where God, you know, they eat of the fruit of the tree. God comes to find them. Yo, what's good? Adam throws Eve under the bus. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, a lot of emphasis is placed on Eve. But the reality is if we dig a bit deeper, um, when we we clearly see in scripture, Eve comes from Adam. 
So if anything, it's a form of self-hatred to throw Eve under the, under the bus because Eve came come from, comes from you. Yeah, that's a good point. And God gave Adam the instruction. Hence the reason why when God goes to, the, when God goes to meet them, he calls for Adam and not for Eve because he gave Adam the instruction. Mm. So when Adam throws Eve under the bus, it's kind of like, bro, like you can throw her under the bus, but God gave you the instruction. He told you be fruitful, multiply, guard the, you know, the garden, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. And it's your responsibility to teach her. He didn't know. He gave, God gave Adam work before he gave him a wife. So he's given Adam all these responsibilities. Now, this beautiful, you know, gift God gives him is there. He throws her under the bus, bloody, bloody, blah. This is not to say Eve doesn't take any responsibility, but I think you get a point. So I feel like over time, what we've seen is that self-hatred um, manifest in different ways. So in one way, it's kind of lording or lordship over Adam, lording himself over his wife, because the Bible says you're now going to be lord over your Mm -hmm. wife you know the woman's going to be subject to the man da, 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 da. and then from that we obviously sin enters the world and then we then get different i was going to say aberrations but i don't know if that's the right english but different iterations of wickedness towards women mm -hmm. throughout history so it's not just one type of wickedness it's, there's so many wickedness sorry there's there's different types um that have been perpetuated all throughout history up to recent moments in time where you have incel culture like back you know back in the beginning they didn't have the internet or whatever so you couldn't really have incel culture but as you but, rightly pointed yeah. out the crimes being committed to women are still largely the same yeah like rape yeah sexual absolutely. violence absolutely abuse yep. um you know all of that kind of stuff the, it's it's still the same it's just in different forms yeah it's like back absolutely. In, in the day like in during the war like during wars like yeah. soldiers would go in and capture these cities and then start even from slavery yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, slave yeah. masters would sleep with the yeah, slaves with, yeah yeah well they would rape them actually because yeah, it wasn't yeah. consensual yeah so make i guess it's the same and make those kids slaves as well exactly yeah. so when you when you think about it it's the same crimes being committed they're just finding new ways expressions yeah but I feel like right now it's because, it's, I mean, when you look at what happened to Eliane, she yeah. was just going about her business. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the same with like the, 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 the female slaves and stuff. Yeah. They were just, she was just minding her business. Yep. I guess though, having access to the internet and being able to access these narratives and seeing these quote unquote role models. Yeah. It makes information so much more accessible. Right. Than, than before. So I guess it's easier to spread those evil narratives. Yeah. And I guess the only way we can solve them, I am a big advocate and I say this all the time, for men getting together and mentoring other men. Men. I think that's what's missing in society. It's not a problem that women can fix. It's not a problem that these conversations can fix. Men need to just get a grip. It's the, yeah. it's the honest truth. Because with women, you tell a woman to pattern up, she'll pattern up herself quickly. Yeah. But men, it's excuses. They feel sorry for themselves. There's always something like... Men need to get around each other and stop patting each other up because I don't understand. Like, what is this? <laughs> it's a it's a frustrating conversation because I feel like we've been here a million times. Then if if you like if you remember the pandemic times, right, and you remember like you know shared collective trauma, just um, George Floyd and all of these things that were happening, and you know we were suffering all together. And Clubhouse kind of 
connected the world in different ways, mm-hmm. right? But then we saw a lot of, we still saw a lot of misogyny. We still saw a lot of crazy rhetoric. There was a lot of gender, gender wars were literally one of the key themes of the pandemic, especially on Clubhouse anyway. It's just like back and forth. It was like, you know, hatred towards women, this, that, and the third. Men need to pattern up. Men need to hold themselves accountable, accountability. But I do think that is the solution. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely agree. I just feel like it's very circular and I'm kind of wondering why it's circular. Because the men don't want to, they're not doing the work. That's so, why it's circular. So when, so when you say they're not doing the work, because this is where, so I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I know saying, you're doing the work, Iman. But no, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. So when, I, when you're saying men are not doing the work, there may be some men that come back to you and go, what does the work look like? You I don't mean, know the conversation true. I'm having with my that's friends. That's true. Which is, which is even I hear that from some of the mandem. They will be like, not, not maybe, not necessarily my mandem, but maybe when I tweet about stuff like this, and they'll be like, you know, but who told? How do you know that we're not doing the work? You because don't know what we're men doing. Men don't even pattern their other boys for cheating. That's the honest truth. You can't even tell your boy you're cheating. This is wrong. So right. if you can't do that, then how the heck are you gonna solve the gender war problems? Because, that's the honest truth. Because. There, I, I don't know whether to say some or a lot of men may not see cheating on the same level as misogyny or... But that's problem number one. Right. Because it's... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because now we're... I have this conversation with my husband. He's like, well, a lot of women cheat too. Right. And to be honest, it's actually true. The numbers are looking kind of equal. Right. So, so I can't even say like... But at least I feel like women are more inclined to pattern up other females. Right. Other women. Sorry, I don't know. Like... The word. like for things like that. Men, mm-hmm. they don't they don't pattern their boys for this. Yeah, okay. But then, okay, so the cheating thing is one thing, but then how ca- how do I... Okay, so my boys told me that... Let's think of a practical example. Um, so with, with this situation for, for Miss um, um, Andam, she... When we were talking about on social media, there was a lot of this, that, and the third. And there were guys that were coming out to go, everyone's acting dumb. Why Why are people calling this misogyny? Yeah, there were. There were guys like that were coming out to go, it's why are people know calling misogyny this misogyny? Means. That's why we have to define it at the beginning. Everything is misogyny. That's why I said we have to define it. <laughs> we do, it's every, true, you're right. They, they were like, why? Everything is misogyny. You don't, this one is, this. I can't remember. There was one guy who said it's not I misogyny. I think it was not Lippy. Um, no, it wasn't Lippy. It wasn't Lippy. Oh, it was sorry. some some a couple random guys. But one guy said it was Lippy was s- talking rubbish too, though. Sorry, is it? I can't. I don't even know what he was saying. But I know that he was trying to take up a tick because he has a daughter. daughter. So I, yeah, yeah, I think that's why he was talking rubbish. Is it because you have a daughter and now you you see that there's there's that a problem? one? I have a view about that, but let's. I'll I'll hold. I'll keep that because he he, he centered his child in the narrative. So it's, you're basically saying you only understand it now because you've got a daughter. But sometimes sometimes that's the only way to get across the people. No, sorry, that's rubbish because that means you lack empathy, you lack rationale to understand the situation for what it is. Why do you always... And that's the problem with a lot of men. They have to be centred in a narrative to be able to understand. Whereas women... Is it them though? Or is someone close to them that makes them understand the reality of that matter? But that's my my point. This is probably why most men don't pattern. Unless they're cheating on your sister, you don't care. Okay, but okay, I am not. This is not. I'm. I'm not even. This is not even devil's advocate, right? But sometimes I've realized that sometimes until because it sometimes it's not even about um, 
it's not necessarily even about bad things. So, for example, you could have, um, you've had a job all your life. One day you got hit, hit with redundancy or one day your job said, ah, we don't need this role anymore. Sorry, bye-bye. You've never been unemployed in your life. You've never understood the plight of being unemployed. You've never understood the plight of having to apply for loads of jobs. You don't understand what it feels like for someone who's been like, press, sorry, pressing in for like roles for a long time and not to get it because in a sense, you've been privileged mm -hmm. enough to have. So it's it's only until it happens to you, you recognize, wow, this is like, it feels, but this is also how it impacts not just me, my family, my kids, X, Y, and Z. Sometimes I feel like life has to teach people before they actually get it. Sometimes we try, it's just like parents. You can say to your kids, don't touch that. Don't touch the fire. Don't touch the socket. You can tell them a million and one times they won't get it. It's only until they themselves, they touch it or, no, nah, I've burnt myself. Ah, I've shocked myself that it's like, Oh, hold up. Like, but I think you're confusing empathy with being able to relate to something. But isn't that... Isn't, because you can feel Isn't that the difference between sympathy and empathy, though? Empathy is... I think sympathy is more like... Well, I don't know. I would say sympathy is more like being able to objectively understand the situation. Is it? Whereas empathy is being able to actually put yourself in that situation and feel what that person is feeling without actually having to experience it. That's what how I would describe the difference between sympathy and empathy. And then there's actually being able to relate to something, which is the third thing, which is the situation you're discussing where it actually personally affects you. So you can relate to something. Okay. But, okay, so, but, uh, yes. But empathy, yes. I, I, okay, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're trying to say. I think what I'm trying to say is that even with the empathy, even with this piece that you're describing, you haven't been for it, but you're trying, you, you put yourself in other people's shoes Sometimes it's not until you actually, what I'm trying to say is sometimes people don't learn until they go through it themselves. Empathy doesn't, I don't feel empathy is, comes naturally to everybody. Agreed. I, I do think empathy is, is a learned, right. it's something that you, it, it's a learned um, skill. Uh -huh. like, and I say that because I'm trying to teach my, my daughter yeah, that you yeah. need to have empathy yeah. for somebody. Like just, you know, so I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think empathy should be a human response to just hearing negative news. I think that maybe the problem is that we're desensitized because everything is constant bad news. Yeah. And we have to, and I have to constantly work myself. That's why I don't really try, I try not to take in the news too much or yeah. because it's, it's, you know, like you don't want to be des desensitized to suffering because you yeah. see it all the time. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for people who can't relate to something, like who can't see that something is objectively wrong right. unless they're experiencing it. Right. Like I, I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. Okay. No, I, I can understand why, why you don't have sympathy. I can <laughs> no, understand why you don't have sympathy. Confusing, but you understand what I'm saying, Yeah, right? no, 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 no. Obviously, empathy and sympathy, they're like, the, the concepts of it are, they're, they're very, you, you just have to be clear how you distinguish them. Because I think sometimes, like, people get the ideas. People say the words, but me, people say sympathy, but they mean empathy. Some people say empathy, I but agree. they mean sympathy. But what I'm so. trying to say is that I think that empathy should be a basic human response to when you hear about wrongdoing. It should be, but we, we live one, you know, I hate doing this, and I hate to sound like, you know, 
you know, like one of those reformed people. But it's a sin, it's a sin issue. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sin issue in the sense that, like, I, I just feel like in a fallen, or I believe, sorry, should I say, in a fallen world, I agree, that should be the ideal. But it is not because in a fallen world, people's experiences, people's lived experiences, even for some people, even if they wanted to empathise, they can't. And I get that. I do because you, in some ways, you 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 can imagine or think you can imagine and be like, oh, that must be awful. But you can't. Yeah. But then again, this is why I, this is why I keep saying this. It's about being able to relate. You can't fully relate to a yeah. situation unless you've actually been through it. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, but like I said, I think empathy is yeah. more an internal feeling. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Hearing that makes me really sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what is lacking. Yeah. Amongst men. Yeah. Unless, yeah. of course, it's your sister or your daughter. And th- that is a problem. I think the emotional intelligence piece is very key, though. I think that's a very key So then are you saying that men in general lack emotional intelligence? Yes. I think that's something that... And, and obviously, sociology and, you know, even though I didn't study this, but this study this as in, in school, but psychology and sociology shows us that women and girls mature emotionally much more quicker than boys at a faster rate it's because of the way they're socialized. They're socialized to take care of the home, you know, take care of siblings. You know, you have to take care of yourself. You know, there's your 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 menstrual cycle. There's this, that, and the third. Whereas boys, it's kind of like, okay, you live and you learn. Do what you do. Grow up and, yeah, you make the rules for yourself. Where girls are more socialized to do things a particular way. They're, they're more trained to care about people's feelings and emotion. They're more socialized to do that. So... As for a lot of boys and, and men, when it comes to emotions, emotional intelligence, they can't even try and put themselves in that because they've never, they've never done, they've never been exposed to that. They, so they don't know what that looks like. Mm. When we're now having a conversation of, but why can't you see that is hurtful to a woman? It's kind of, but okay, but I've seen bare madness. I've seen this. I've seen it's to them, it's kind of like. We're doing a comparison. We're doing struggle Olympics. We're doing, you know, I'm struggling to see it because for me, on a on a scale of one to ten, I rate this really low. I don't see how this could hurt her feelings, and I feel like that's how more guys are are trained to. We're we're trying to be, like, we're trying to look for the obvious reason. Oh, is that why she's okay? Just tap on the back. It should be okay. It's kind of like no, we have to try and you don't have to go for it, but you have to kind of try and understand where she's coming from trying to understand how that makes her feel tries to make uh, try to understand why that would make her uncomfortable if you can't see that then the conversations are going to keep on going on and on and that's where i feel like yeah that's why i feel like we're having a hard time right now especially for men because it's like we're having to spell things out like i remember on that day someone was like oh how is this misogyny and I literally had to go to Britannica, or yeah, Britannica Encyclopedia, get the definition of misogyny, mm-hmm. like a paragraph of, of the definition and the history of it, right? Just like a long paragraph. And I copied it I and pasted I it. I I literally, it. I and like, people like, were retweeting it, liking it. Yeah, da, 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 da. I, I was just that. like, it is basic. Like, it is clear. It talks about violence. What happened What happened to her was an act of violence. Someone was talking about, what's the word? There was a legal word, something of passion. Um, fit of passion or something like that. Rage, rage of passion or something like that. 
like one he tried to use tr- one tricky legal term I'm like bros don't nah bros don't don't do that here this one th- there is a strong element of misogyny here you know but it, it just goes to show and it just made me think if guys like this you have to spell it out for them he could have gone and typed in misogyny on Google I didn't have to but I did and I put it there he didn't respond I think it wasn't even yeah him he didn't like it he didn't respond to it he didn't engage with it the same internet we have and that's I've how you know to, he lacks empathy and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to understand because right. if, if he did he would have at least engaged with the conversation right so it just yeah that's why I just feel like this it's a frustrating conversation but what I will say is there are men who are who are showing the willingness who are showing the remorse who are showing the what does the Bible say? The laborers are few. But the the the, <laughs> nah, the, the is plenty, is plenty. Plenty. No, that yeah. is, this is really what you're saying is literally exactly that. Yeah, it's it is. But you know what? The narrative I've I've deeped it. It's it it's not going to change with the masses first. It it, it never happens that way. That's true. That's it has to. Like even if we look at the Andrew Tate's and the Justin Peters, I know some people will say, "Oh, Justin Peterson is not necessarily one of them," but I think certain things that Justin Peterson said over over time has kind of fed into the manosphere rhetoric. I won't say the incel rhetoric, but the manosphere stuff, all this manhood, right-wing manhood stuff, right? Um, And I feel like them, it's because they were just strong, consistent voices. They didn't back down. That's how they built a following. They And they appealed to guys who had a need to have a mentor, a mentor, a strong, assertive <laughs> role model. I yeah, think, male, yeah. you know, role model who would speak, would not be, would not fear about being cancelled or worry, worry about the quote-unquote liberal left or whatever they want to call it. I hate that, all that <laughs> stuff. Right, but who don't care about that but have a strong voice for men, can speak to men, da-da-da. That's how, and bit by bit, you share it here, you share it there, you share it in a church WhatsApp group because I'll be very honest, not in ones that I've been around or the ones I'm in because I'll shut that down quickly. <laughs> but I've seen, I've seen people send Andrew Tate like back mm-hmm. in the day, like a year or two, three, four years ago and sh- share his stuff saying, yeah, this guy, you know, he's, he speaks out for men X, Y, and Z. Even um, in schools, like the, the young in like, schools, the yeah, we're seeing it. To be like, we're this seeing is, young bucks really taking over. Yeah, the young. And yeah. you know what that tells us That's about a society? Scary it tells us that once again, and I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but again, it goes back to men. It tells us that the men in the homes are not doing what they're supposed to be doing because if they were, mm-hmm. we wouldn't need a man on the internet to tell you how to live. But some maybe sometimes you need a man that affirms the values that you're beginning to see in life. Fathers should be doing that. Uncles should be doing that. Yeah, teachers if, should, male teachers should be doing if that. If fathers and uncles are not doing that. And that's, what, that's, that's my point. The fact that these people are becoming popular, it tells us that the men in society are failing. But Okay, but Sorry check this. I'll give, I'll, give you, I'll give you a practical example. If you've got dad at home, you know, he earns an honest living. He's, you know, he's faithful to his wife. He, he loves his children. But right now, you're looking around you and you're thinking, look, I'm living in the slums. I don't want life to be like this. I want someone who's successful. I want someone who represents power, who represents authority. 
there's been a few cases. I'm not going to say there's been loads, but there's been a few cases of young men who have good men at home or have good men around them, but these men don't represent the values that they have. Like I said, money is a big thing. Power is a big thing. Authority, the feeling, the sense of authority is a big thing. That's what these guys are projecting. So yeah. sometimes it's a case of you do have good men around you, but they don't have what you have. Me and I and I say and I can say these things like with a, a, a strong level of confidence because, for example, my work in prisons, like how you know the work work that I'll be doing with young men, some of the guys, some of the cheek. Anyway, it's cheek, man. I just I shut them down quickly. <laughs> like, oh sir, like, oh sir, you don't make money from this. You don't make loads of money from this. Like if I was out on the roads, I'd be making X, Y, and Z. I'd be making two bags a day. I'd be making five bags a day. Da, 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 blah, blah, yeah, then how are you going to legitimize that? Then you have to run it through and, and be doing money laundering. Sis, they don't care about... They, they, they arrest sis, you. they don't care about the legit stuff. I, I tell you that for free. <laughs> That's the last thing that they care no, about. No, but you can't pull up to places with two, 2K cash and try and spend it. You can. You can go You can go to Sloan Lane. You can go to Harrods. You can go to... It depends to because money Selfridges. from a money laundering perspective... Those shops should not be look. If somebody's coming in with large amounts of cash, like legally, you're yeah. going to look and be like, okay, where did this money come from? Yeah, but obviously, there's money laundering rules around this kind of, of stuff. Of course, of course, but then it's the same way with cards as well, credit cards. Yeah, because there's a lot. So but then you have to get. That's why I'm saying you have to get the money inside the bank. Yeah. To to quote unquote legitimize legitimize it but to a degree, to a degree. Some and let's be very honest. If we're being very honest as well, you know these luxury brands. Listen, sis. Depending, yeah, they will just. Let's be uh, let's be very honest. When um, you know, when when all these mafia guys and when all these drug cartel guys come in, you think they're coming in with credit card? That's the but that's the bank card. They have not like, that you they can't, don't like, even cash buyer to buy a house. You you can't just go and buy a house like that. With cash. Like, they will ask you. They need to know where the funds are sis, coming from. We you have know, to we know it. there's more to this life. Than <laughs> no, I this. agree. I do agree. You need or somebody. Do, look, agree. And, and I, there was someone posted something like. 70% of like certain types of houses like luxury luxury houses that were bought in London were bought cash with cash yeah by foreign buyers yeah by foreign buyers yeah I, saw that. I think I saw that we know we know the reality that's let's just be honest we know the, the realities you know what I mean like so abroad. and we know and we know how money is moving we know how the, whether you know we know all of that kind of fun that's what I'm trying to say so the point that I'm making in essence for a lot of these guys like yeah, this good lifestyle, this good lifestyle, this honourable lifestyle, this, you know, in integral, you know, being an integral person, being a man of integrity, it doesn't pay. Yeah, I and I'll be real, and I'll look point. at some of these guys. Sometimes, even even when you're in that life, you don't feel like it pays this person. I'll be it's real, and and you know, for some of the guys like that, I had good relationships with. I'd be like, I said, <laughs> but I you're said, sitting in this prison. I said, do you think I'm here because of money? <laughs> I said, do you, and I'll be real. Do you think I'm sitting here because of money? Do you think I I come into prisons, do voluntary work or sometimes paid work here because I'm going to get big bucks? Absolutely not. Said you've you've got because you know yourself. I'm not going to make bread for this. But I said outside of this, as a self-employed man, I said what you are making in a day. Even some of the figures that you described, I've made more in a day than you. I said, oh, I said the, the the crepes you're wearing now, you're wearing loops. I said, if you come to my house, I've got loops as well. If you come, I've got good. If you come, I've got... So it, let's not even do that. But I said, the lifestyle that I'm pointing you to can still bring you these good things. It just may not be as fast. And it may not be in a way 
and it's definitely not going to be in the way that you currently make it, but there is a way. For them, it's no. The way life is now, mum needs to pay her bills. My siblings need food. X, Y, and Z. No, so this is what I've got to do. So the way you have to approach it, you really have to then start looking at the value of life. Mm. Okay, so right now, are you enjoying the food that you're eating in this cell? No. It's true. That's... Are you enjoying the fact that you're locked up 23 hours of the day out of 24 hours? No. Are you enjoying the Are you enjoying the fact that your freedom has been taken uh, your ta- is taken away from you? No. So those are the ways that I kind of level it up with them. But in essence, what I am trying to say is, as much as I agree with you as to the men around young men need to step up because either way, I, I still feel like there's a strong majority of men that don't necessarily step up and play their part in the right way or in a way that is sustainable to help grow healthy men for the future, I think there's still also an element of there's still young men that are craving for something else and there's an appeal that these men from incel culture, from the manosphere culture that are speaking to these wounds or these broken men or these young men that are very zealous or passionate or driven, motivated. So you have to kind of level it up. And that's where we need a balance of men who can go, look, I am zealous, I am passionate, I'm motivated, but let's channel it the right way. And also, the last thing I will say is, I think one thing that's really frustrating is the fact that viral culture one line cult, one line of culture, podcast culture is killing, is killing people's common sense and authenticity. And authenticity. So a lot of men are not necessarily listening to wholesome content. Mm. They'd rather listen to the banter, mandem podcasts because that's where they're talking about. Yeah, they're talking about girls. They're talking about racks they're talking about dubai Mm. life they're talking about you know big cars and whips and i say i've said this since the pandemic i am a bit i'm not it's not even a bit i'm just i'm very annoyed at how a lot of men place a lot of energy towards financial freedom and stability over the health of their soul their well-being internal and external well-being well, external, a lot of guys go to the gym, but internal, <laughs> right? The soul work. They still eat rubbish, though. You see them in the in the clubs eating rubbish and smoking them. Um, but that Alicia, they're, they're banging reps in the gym, Sha. So, and they've got health and fitness are two different things. So they might have one, but they don't have the other. True. So they might have fitness, True. but they don't have health, right? So, but there's just that. And cryptocurrency and trading and stuff. It's <laughs> Everyone just like wants to make money quickly. It's like, bro, like man them, like invest the same in your soul. This is where women are are really getting frustrated at men because it's like, bro, like you've got the money. I don't but I'm 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 with someone, I'm in a relationship with someone who's highly motivated for work, but does we don't connect emotionally. Some are or he's then you not have emotionally guys who, like you say, the ones that want to be making big money from the streets and it's not legitimate, so they can't buy houses. Mm-hmm. But then the women are buying houses, right. and so then there's an ego problem. And again, that's another well, how do you get you get an ego problem because yeah. men can't quote unquote keep up with these girls, mm-hmm. and they feel stupid mm-hmm. because they 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 don't feel like they can provide, right. and that causes problems too. Yeah, I agree. I heard that. 
It just goes that. to show, though, society's... Yeah. To, you have to blame conservative government also, though. <laughs> Okay. Everything comes back to them because how, how? they have absolutely messed up the economy yeah. to the point where child poverty yeah. is at an all-time high. Right. People cannot afford people people cannot afford to buy properties. Yeah. Interest rates are at an all-time high. Yeah. The NHS is broken. Yeah. Everybody's striking because they're not getting paid enough money. Right. So in short, the economy and the quality of life is is in a poor place. But the middle class is getting smaller because the upper class are getting richer and the right. poor are getting poorer. Right. But then this is interesting because if you look at conservative values, conservative values, political values anyway, tend to, uh, outside of what you're saying, kind of connecting back to what we've been talking about before, conservative values benefit men a lot more than they do any other demographic. In the sense that they teach you, they put value on the individual to work hard, yeah, leave the economy, yeah. and basically see the benefits of that. But the problem is that the society that they have created yeah. is no longer allowing for that. You're taught work hard, yeah, make money, yeah. You're working hard, but you're not seeing the money seeing to the be money. made because what? nothing is stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I think that's, that's what's. The but then I think that's what's kind of driving men to. Because I think it was. I really feel like the pandemic drove like some people's passion and drive to something. Like the amount of guys that have been bagged for fraud and stuff like that since the pandemic. Yes. I've been quite alarmed at that. Because you know? I blame. I don't think it's the pandemic. I actually blame social media for this. I talk about this okay. all the time okay. with my girls because people are portraying a lifestyle that if you strip it back and really deep it and think about, yeah. it's not sustainable. If you look at social media, you think everybody's making 100K, everybody's making money because people... I've said this before. Look, I've said this so many times. <laughs> One day you people will hear me. It's Van Cleef, it's big cars, yeah. Teslas, yeah. but these things cost money. Right. And if I know... Like, like I always say, I know where I am in society in terms of how much I earn and what yeah. percentage that is. And I know what my money can stretch to. Yeah. And then I know, and like I, I always say, it's not that hard to find out relatively how much someone is making. I've said yeah. this so many times, just Google it. Yeah. So if you now know what somebody does and you're Googling it and you're like, this math is not mathing. Yeah. You're earning 45K. Yeah. You're a teacher. Yeah. But I'm... <laughs> that one was loud, I can't lie. Oh man, this guy, you finish me. You finish me. Oh God. No, I don't mean that. one was loud. <laughs> That's what I started laughing. Sorry, teachers. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I am so sorry because Listen. teachers deserve more money. They should be paid more. So this is actually no shame. That to one teachers. sounded loaded, right? <laughs> so which teacher offended I you? I realized what I said and I stopped. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounded terrible. I'm so sorry. Teachers, no, teachers are really like I value teachers very, very highly and I think they should be paid need more. Your, man. So I really need to get that out there. But what I'm saying is, you know somebody's a teacher, they're only 45k. Yeah. There's Tesla and Van Cleef up and down the Instagram. Yeah. Babe, that's not sustainable. So even your music... It could be a content creator. No. They could be doing side hustles. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I think that everyone portraying this on social media has put certain people under pressure to feel like they have to keep up. So people are now starting to take, make unwise decisions, basically, to portray this certain type of lifestyle. 
Okay, okay, with that comes the age-old argument because even as you're saying that, I'm thinking, but as adults, why are we doing that? That's what I want to know. Why are we having conversations Everybody, about peer pressure in, because in 20s everyone, and 30s and because 40s? That's what social media has created, though, realistically. Yeah. When you do a lot of things that people do, they're doing it because it looks good on social media. Like, even that, if you strip everything back, you have to really, like, question your, even me, yourself. Yeah. You have to go on holiday, you're posting nice things. What's the value? You can just enjoy it. But sometimes you want people to see. Me too, I can enjoy it. You think you people are the only ones. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It creates and breeds this culture of like people trying to either one up each other or prove that you're not broke. Even on Twitter, like constantly. Yeah. Sometimes when people be like, oh, 100K is not enough. Offer. Sometimes I'm like, well, who are you people trying to prove? Like, are you trying to prove that you're not broke? Yeah. I can't lie. On, on Twitter, it's one of the most frustrating conversations because it's like, when when we strip it back, we still don't come to a resolve. Exactly. Which is kind of like what was happening with um, the situation with, um, I forgot her name, Ashley Louise. Ashley Louise. Which is talking about a cleaner and I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that. It's like, okay. And then people are like, okay, well, you need 100K. And then someone was like, 100K and this? And for a family of four, that's not good. For like, very... I was like, get out of here, man. So so with, with that 100K, do you think it's impossible to... <laughs> Do you think it's impossible to 100k in London? Though I'm not, I'm not talking, or I'm not coming up with crazy scenarios like maybe living in Hammersmith and Fulham or Chelsea or one of those places, or you know Paddington, one of those nice West London spots, or Canary Wharf or whatever. But is it not possible to earn 100k and have a family of four? So here's the thing, yeah. I always, when it comes to these conversations, I genuinely see both sides. Yeah. But I would never, like, I'd never get involved in salary conversations on Twitter because at the end of the day, what somebody can people and say, 100K is not enough to feed a family of four. People are doing, and yeah. they're doing it with less. Yeah. So there's that. And it also, I've, like, I, like I said, when we were talking about the money series, it also depends on how your lifestyle is set up. Yeah. There are people whose mortgages are like £400 a month because yeah. they bought properties in very cheap areas yeah. and they're making money so they've got the money or yeah. there's that like the girl that said she was renting out that time and they all came for her that she said she bought a, an apartment and she she's rented out the spare room yeah, to somebody yeah, yeah, so yeah. that person is paying for her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and everybody was like yeah but you're taking away from the london property market look at you this is greed at the end of the day what you're not doing somebody else is doing right so i don't really and the the state of that like, like I said, the state of the economy is such that people have to do what works for them right. to make the money. So I'm not like I'm not here to judge how someone makes as long as it's legitimate. Yeah. I like, maybe that's capitalism because I know there's people that will be like, well, that's just capitalism. Maybe the, I'm I don't like judge how people make their money as long as it's legal and legitimate. Yeah. Right. And ethical. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to me, I I wouldn't say 100k isn't enough because there's people that are doing it. They're fine. If somebody got inheritance money mm -hmm. to get a deposit for a house yeah they could have set themselves up so that their mortgage is actually very 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 low yeah so in reality most of their income is disposable so they could raise a family they could raise a family of four on 100k yeah, yeah. but another person might have only put down five percent deposit so their mortgage is much bigger and maybe they bought at a time when interest rates are there's so many different like factors mm -hmm. to consider whether or not 100k is enough okay. and people just throw around all these numbers and they're like 100k is not enough but it depends on how that person's life is set up. Some people don't live in London, so properties are much, much cheaper. Yeah. Like, I've got a friend 
they live in Milton Keynes. Yeah. So they get their property, the price of a, you can get a good five bedroom property in Milton Keynes for 475k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good, like in London, you're never getting that. London, yeah, 475k, you'd be struggling to find a three bed yeah, terrace. Yeah. So again, that person, and if they're working in London, fully remote, yeah. they're on a London salary yeah. with a relatively low mortgage. Mortgage, yeah. So it, all these things, there's so much to consider. Yeah. There's so many, as my husband said, there's lots of different permutations yeah. to how people... So when people have these conversations, they're never nuanced enough to just sit there and go, okay, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Right.